Abuse, rape, or trauma are things that happen to people who are victims at that very moment. Child or adult, there's nothing you could have done to prevent the atrocity. But when it's over, the healing must begin. It gets every day. You have inner beauty. You have inner worth and value. Framing your past as your past and leaving it there will help you to frame your future and lead you to the place where you belong with a woman's soul restored. Here's LaTanya Hendry. Welcome to A Woman's Soul Restored. I would like to take this opportunity to thank each of you for tuning in each week as we tackle topics surrounding rape and abuse. Today, I will be addressing the topic that is considered the silent weapon of destruction, depression. Clinical depression, also known as major depression, is defined as a mental health disorder characterized by persistently solemn mood or loss of interest in activities, causing significant impairment in daily life. In reading that definition, there are some who can be functional while going through a state of depression. Well, they seem like they are functioning anyway. They work, tend to their families, be around friends, all while falling apart inside. After a while, though, they can begin to crumble to where it's noticeable. Our bodies were not made to try to function in dysfunction. We may pull it off for a while, but eventually the truth is always revealed. Without doing any research or facts for data, I can speak on this subject personally. I went through a three-year marriage being depressed for almost the majority of it. I suffered in silence, but I also gained a considerable amount of weight. I went from around 180 and I ballooned up to almost 300 pounds. I ate to make the pain go away. I felt semi-okay in the moment of stuffing my face with food, but afterwards I was then upset with myself for eating so much, and I was uncomfortable in my own skin. Nothing fit anymore, and I didn't even recognize myself in the mirror. I also didn't recognize the person that was getting slapped around almost daily, so I wore a lot of makeup, and I ate. I ate to make the pain go away, and I wore makeup to cover the bruises. Many women deal with depression differently. Some act out in anger towards others. Some participate in destructive behaviors like drugs, alcohol, or even prescription pills. Some overwork themselves, finding that if they are still or resting too long, that the memories are too much to handle. Some have a combination of these qualities, but there are some that have learned how to camouflage what they are experiencing. Little girls are taught to smile and look pretty. Some of us grew up in households where we were taught that whatever went on in the home stayed in the home. So we smile, we dress nice, and we keep our mouth shut. We may have different ways to express how we are feeling, but we all have one thing in common. We are hurting inside. 
we are suffering. We go about our lives until we get to a point that we learn how to try to function through pain. Riddled in guilt and shame, we continue to hide deep within ourselves. If we can think about it, what about the women and children that are going through this pandemic with their abusers with them? They cannot get out in the midst of COVID. Those that are stuck in the house or has to spend more time with their abusers. This physical confinement can cause havoc on the mental functionality as well. There is a fear factor that comes along with intimidation that comes with being physically abused and lasting effects can be devastating and causes us to draw deep within ourselves. Mentally, we can stop growing at the point that the abuse stopped. Some women are still living in 10, 12, and 13-year-old minds. Their bodies have developed into maturity but their minds are stuck in the abuse. How can we move out of that place? How can we get to the next phase? How can we find a way of normalcy when we have adapted to abnormal? The first thing we must do is know that we are not living the best quality of life we can live because the silent weapon of destruction is destroying us. We are valuable but we must realize that we are. We must then find someone we can talk to to release that misery, either gradually or full-on overload. A family member, a friend, spouse, if they are not the abuser, or whoever you may feel comfortable talking to. But you must get it out. You must release it. Some women seek out counselors or healers, spiritual guidance, attend workshops, self-inventories, and other platforms to begin to break free of the silent weapon of destruction. You have it within you to beat depression, but you have to see yourself moving past it. For me, my restorative moment was ending up in the hospital with broken ribs that woke me, that really woke me up fully to leaving. But I got in another relationship too quickly. All that did was carry on what I was already feeling into that new relationship. It took me years after the abuse was over to realize that my mind was still trapped in that abusive relationship. It took hard work, but I did it. And you can do it too. Do not wait to get hurt before you see your way out. Love yourself enough to be better to yourself and let your mental and physical health be on one accord. If you have a friend or loved one and you have noticed changes in their behavior, please do not dismiss it. Pay attention to the signs. They may not tell you verbally what is going on with them, but they will be signs. We can be around people and just think they are being nasty or disconcerting. That may be the case sometimes, but not always. Trying to process instances of abuse can also cause depression. It is hard to imagine that we can be in a situation where we are being beaten, 
slapped around, kicked, or making frequent trips to the hospital. So we internalize it, but it comes out in other ways. Some of those ways are destructive and some of those ways affect the other people that we love. Please do not jump to the wrong conclusion when it comes to our loved ones. Look with compassion and do not dismiss any bruising you see that may accompany the changes in their behavior. Nonverbal communication is very important to pay attention to. Then proceed with caution. You may get rejected in your efforts, but let them know that you love them, you care, and you will be available whenever they may need you. My friends were there for me. I was going through my abuse in my first marriage, and I was ashamed, so I refused the help that they were offering. They noticed the change in me before I noticed it myself. I thought I was still being the same Tanya, but they noticed that the carefree person, the carefree friend that they loved, had turned into someone that was bitter, depressing, and just dull to be around. I did not want them to know the pain I was suffering, both physically and emotionally. So I suffered in pain. I suffered by myself, and I held all of it in. I hid behind food and makeup, but they stuck by me, and my children and I were able to stay with my friends after the last incident where I was hospitalized. When I was released from the hospital after that last attack, that was my restorative moment. I realized that my worth was more than someone hitting on me, than someone beating me, than someone kicking me and telling me that I wasn't worth anything. I began to feel that I wasn't worth anything, and then the depression sunk in, that that was my life at that time, that was my reality, and I really wasn't anything in this world. I really didn't mean anything to the person that vowed to love me for the rest of his life and my life, till death do us part. Death do us part took on a new meaning as the beatings increased, as the cheating increased, and everything that happened in that house of horrors. It was like living a nightmare every day or every other day, but to still keep that from my children so that they can be productive and that they can have fruitful lives and not suffer in the depression that I was going through. The silent weapon of destruction that literally took my life that took the vibrant person that I was and turned me into someone that was mechanical and methodical and just focused on the now and not thinking that my future was worth anything. My friends were there for me and they helped me until I can get on my feet and go and do for myself. I removed myself from my home until he got his things out and then I returned and changed the locks. He still terrorized me after the fact, but he didn't have a key to the new locks to get in, so I was safe inside the house. That time in my life emotionally took me on a roller coaster of emotions, and those emotions pulled me into a deeper depression. I had a sense of worth, but it was a while before I fully appreciated who I was and the skin I was in and what I had gone through. And to fully realize the extent 
of what each beating did to my life and did to my thought process. Since my friends helped me so much, I have since paid it forward and have been physically and emotionally available for friends and strangers that have went through different types of abuse. You can be that person that helps someone else go through the trial of their life. My desire is that these shows will help somebody in their moment to help them discover their truth. I want to be able to help us to see our full worth and to see who we are as women, to see how we make a difference in the world, and to see how we make a difference in our own individual lives, in the lives of our families and friends, in our workplace. Wherever we may be, we are able to make a difference, but we have to see our own worth. We have to realize depression as the silent weapon of destruction that it is, and then take tools and find resources to help you pull out of that mental disorder, to help you live a life of fullness and potential, and to know that you are worth everything, everything that's available to you, everything in your future that God has promised you. It is available to you. And this instance in your life or in what has happened to you in your past does not negate that. It only makes it stronger. It only makes you stronger. You can grow from this. You can become the best you that you can be, even though it doesn't feel like it right now. Or it may not have felt like it when you were going through it. You can beat this. You can beat the silent weapon of destruction. You can beat depression because depression does not define you. It is this something you are going through currently. I hope you enjoy today's topic. And my desire truly is to help each individual person be the best them that they can be. So as always, send me your thoughts. Send me your thoughts on this topic or the other topics I have discussed at a woman's soul restored at gmail.com. That's a woman's soul restored at gmail.com. And visit my website at www.livelifenowlovelifedown.net. That's www.livelifenowlovelifenow.net. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. I look forward to hearing from your thoughts. And coming up on the 31st, I would have a guest that would give us more insight into the mental aspect of abuse and what it does in the long term of our lives. And after the 31st, I will be having guests on in, in more of a sequence to give us insight on how they restored their lives and came back from the pattern of abuse and neglect and sexual disorder. So this week, this is LaTanya Hendry, and I wish you all well. Be blessed in your future endeavors. And until next week, take care. Ooh.